I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Hey guys, have you seen Scrooged? Yes, of course I have. No, of course I haven't. Oh, same as last week, except it's my movie. <laughs> so it's it's the good list. Yeah, you know, my Santa the naughty list. Exactly. I checked it twice just to make sure it was good. Um, this is. I didn't have to check twice. I you watched it twice that. today. No. Really? <laughs> right before you got here, I wrapped up the second time. What do you think, Josh? You know, you know, Give me you know the the drill. It's 1988. 1988. We're all in suits and ties. Okay. Corporate America. I think 80s is the elevator, isn't it? Yeah, it's the elevator. All right, this is your elevator pitch. Big cell phones. Oh, chunky. So elevator door closes. You have 25 seconds or so to pitch a movie named Scrooged. Okay. So we've all got, you know, the Christmas Carol. No, everybody knows that story. Mm-hmm. You know, so what if we take Scrooge in a different direction? What if it's like a cheery guy who is visited by a really grumpy, miserly rich man? Ooh. And he changes his ways to become more economically sound, but it ruins his life. His family distances himself from him. <laughs> like, he, he loses his friends. So just a reverse Christmas Carol. Like reverse Christmas Carol. He, he gets Scrooged. Okay, that sounds kind. Of, did you see the Jim Carrey one? No. It sounds the CGI one that really doesn't hold up these days. Sounds a little close to that. This is earlier, so that it could be along those lines. Uh, I think this is our first movie with this protagonist, the actor playing them, Bill Murray. We had we did Ghostbusters, didn't we? Do no, we did not do Ghostbusters. Oh, I guess I guess I've seen Ghostbusters. We haven't done Caddyshack. We haven't done any of his big movies. Um, yeah, this was his first starring role after Ghostbusters. Does he play Scrooge? Well, you're ha- gonna have to find out. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I really hope this isn't like Christmas Carol at all. Like it can use the parts of it. It better not be old man gets visited by ghosts and is told to get good. Victorian times and everything. Like, no, like, I don't care what the setting is. It, it can't follow the formula at all. What if it's set in... It like, can be any of the pieces. It can be like ghosts or... What if it's like aliens? aliens? Like the Coneheads? Yeah. Which I haven't seen. I don't understand how that would be... Uh, actually, I mean, yeah, like, listen, like, listen, listen, when aliens you, doing a classic Christmas Carol. Sure, but when you start meshing aliens and holiday movies you get like santa kidnapped by the martians and those kind of movies yeah and they stopped making those by the 80s i hope there were but maybe not oh this better not be a musical is this a musical oh not with bill murray probably oh (laughs) bill murray musical (laughs) all right i think that's about covers it we're gonna get to it we're gonna watch scrooge and bill be right back bill be right back bill murray just watched Scrooge from 1988. Uh, first impressions, Josh? It was a Christmas carol for a modern time. Yes, it was. It was literally it. Have you not seen Christmas Carol? Watch a Christmas carol and not this movie. Isn't it? 
it's common knowledge that everyone's seen a version of The Christmas Carol. Right. <laughs> this is another one to add to your list. What versions have you seen, Josh? Because you have not seen a lot of movies. No, I've seen, I'm pretty sure, seen the original or some, like, version the original. I've seen The Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Um, better or worse? Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah. Better? Oh, see, I'm not a fan of The Muppets at all. Okay. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. See a version of The Christmas Carol, and then you don't have to see any more. Um, like, it literally followed the formula exactly. There was no deviation. Like, there was no interesting twist. It was literally just Christmas Carol in 88. I... And the exact opposite. I am a sucker for a ho- like a holiday ghost movie, like a Christmas ghost movie. It wasn't a ghost movie though. There were so many. It was a movie ghosts. with ghosts in it. I wouldn't that call it a ghost movie. It qualifies as a ghost movie. I saw Ghosts of Girlfriends Past in the theater because I heard it was a like a Dickens type <laughs> haunted Christmas. <laughs> uh was it? That was bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh, this movie, on the other hand, I think it holds up to a point. <coughs> it, was, it was pretty good. I yeah. liked it. Not bad. Um, there were some funny gags. I, I really like the I special liked, effects yeah. still. Because it's all practical. It's Frank Cross. His name's not Scrooge, but he gets Scrooged. Yeah. He gets the Scrooge he treatment. He gets the full Scrooge experience. <laughs> He paid for the complete total Scrooge package deal. Does he have a job after this? Uh, yes. Yes. He's got a job somewhere, because he's a president of the... He's the youngest president of any television network they in were the history of TV. The they were dancing. They yeah. were fine. He's good. Everybody been drinking Budweiser for some reason. Oh, no, remember? Even if he does get blamed, Bobcat Goldplay covered his ass. Yeah. Because the guy the asked... Who let that idiot on TV? And it was like, this is that other guy. He forced him to. So instead of, like, the the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol, Scrooge isn't working by himself. Like, he is miserly. He is very domineering and controlling. But don't you get it, guys? We're doing Scrooge. But at the same time, the movie we're watching is also doing a Christmas Carol. So right. meta. It's meta yeah. as hell. So it can, yeah, like... I think that made it worse for <laughs> everyone in universe is aware of the Scrooge thing, and then he goes through Scrooge thing. That's why it was funny. But parallels. But not even that. There were so many more layers. Like the kid was watching an there older were. version of Scrooge, and even in the production he's putting on of Scrooge, there's an old guy reading the book. They and they go renamed it way Scrooge. Deeper. Like they didn't. They need to go, like, ten layers deeper to do that kind of shit. This was strange. We get this trailer in the beginning, and it's like, Charles Dickens, immortal classic, A Christmas Carol. But he shows this greedy fucking book, and it says Scrooge on it. Like, that's the name of the book. Like, I, I don't know, all the classic... It's like a monster movie at that point, like Dracula or Frankenstein. Right. (laughs) It'd this be like, Christmas, he is Scrooge. They do that. They do that. They do the action version. We do get a false start that he wants. It's almost cartoonish. Not the entire movie, just the false start. It's almost the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. There's people in costume and magic happening, but it's Santa's workshop under attack, and um, Lee Majors, the 
actor who Santa recognizes as the actor who plays the six million dollar man comes with a Gatling gun to the North Pole because like North Pole has fallen. That's what the that's what television used to be like. It's kind of getting back there with movies. Right. I could imagine Gerard Butler kicking in the door and yeah. he's like, North Pole I'm here to save the North Pole. Santa, what do we have to do first? You're breaking too many necks. Well, I'm going to start breaking hearts with these bullets. <laughs> no, see this down with the violence? He pulls out AK-47s and all his elves are armed. That's true. This is an extremely violent start. To a, a Christmas movie. I don't believe that people would uh, like to know that Santa is, that Santa has like a stash of secret weapons. I mean, you know he's got them. Well, who's he defending himself against? The devil, or like who's Santa's mortal enemy? Jack Frost. Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Short. We can't talk about movies we haven't watched on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's our way of saying we might put it on the podcast someday because it's so bad. We'd have to watch the second one first. Oh, I don't want to watch any. I'm sorry I brought that up. I don't want to watch any of those movies. We did a Tim Allen Christmas movie last week, week and it yeah. was so bad. This was so refreshing. I mean, Josh kind of couldn't decide if you like that one right? more. Josh, I want you to say it on the mic. <laughs> What's better, Scrooge or Christmas with the Cranks? I guess Scrooge. Why is that? But not if you've seen <laughs> A Christmas Carol. Like, it's it's a better movie. Sure, there's... Oh, it's There's more spectacle. Yeah, there's It's better, it's better production. Painting. Like, yeah, it's a better movie, but it's still just a fucking A Christmas Carol. As supernatural like, as it is, it makes so much sense. I was just as bored watching this movie as I was and watching It's solely because you've seen sense. the story before. Yes. It did nothing interesting... There was like a thing, so, yeah, and that was. This kind is of totally a Josh thing where you just don't like watching movies over, even if they're remakes. Yeah. Okay. Like so, I've Christmas seen it. of the Kanks was like got points because you had never seen a. Story yeah, at least about it was something new. I get that, but it's, it's a new experience. The ending, the ending of the movie was kind of funny and went in a a direction, I guess. Which one? Uh, uh, this one. Okay, Scrooge. Woo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Chris is the I mean, to be fair, Chris is the Cranks also went in an interesting direction as they pulled out the CGI in the last 10 seconds of the movie. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, right? <laughs> it got about the same reaction from me as it did at the ending of this movie. Santa totally and then I laughed. existed in that reality. I don't, we don't know if he exists in this reality. We know ghosts exist. Uh, there's some... That's why I think I like this is... Uh, the ghosts are played by really interesting celebrities. There's a lot of bit parts from old actors. It's full of people. The well, entire movie. Yeah, the point of it is that it's a Christmas carol, but it can be funny. And it can be funny, it can be scary, and it can be told in modern times, which hadn't been done before. Had it not? When you say a Christmas carol, there have been so many movies named a Christmas carol right. made since, like, movies existed. Yeah. Right. So it's one of those. Who knows which one you've seen. Sure. Was it in color or black and white? Oh god, I don't know. It's been forever. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh but was, was this really the first like modern Scrooge oh, yeah. thing? Yeah. Okay. And this may have kicked off the trend of like doing it a bunch. Doing it all the time on T V shows and 
in movies. Well, they definitely, like, showed the old one all the time. Yeah. Which I think was what... I wanted to see more of the production that they put on. This live Christmas Eve play? Yeah, it's got boobies. Holy shit. Well, yeah, it does have that, but imagine, like you said, how big of a dick you'd have to be to schedule a live Christmas Eve play. That's... Only him. A thousand or more people that have to be there working on it. Can we talk about how big of a dick main character is? He's a huge dick. He goes from kind of an ass, although like full-fledged dick in like a scene. Like, at first he's like kind of bumping the people and like being like, yeah, just give him crap in the Christmas thing to like yell at people and like tell them to beat their kids and like stealing caps from an old lady. Stealing shit. Like, it's ridiculous. He's an asshole. Like, we were saying this movie is kind of a cartoon. Like, it is. Like, the react, like, the the way that some of these people act is, like, insane. Like, yeah. nobody would act like this. Like, okay. even remotely. I don't know. And, like, we get it. He's supposed to be a normal character, but we established that in the first five minutes, and then they just keep doing it. For the whole movie. Like, the first three ghosts, he just gets worse. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time. It's more and more of an ass, and then fine. The last one, he's like, "Oh, I guess I die, so I should probably change my ways." <laughs> he not like you learn nothing the whole time. He not only sees that he dies, he experiences it, which is probably a pretty traumatic experience, right? Um, yeah, but that's the turning point, not the other things. Well, no, 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 no. He does are... have emotional reactions. This yes. is a roller coaster. It's constantly an up and yeah, down. Yeah, it's all downhill of from the start. <laughs> No, I'm saying he does have these turnaround points after every ghost. He's like, I'm going to find her. But then he immediately just goes back to, like, being a dick. Yes. Yeah. Like, he goes to the homeless shelter. He's like, fuck you, guys. He's unweaving. Fuck you, too. <laughs> oh, you don't want to come with me right, right away. That was the thing that made me right. hate him the most. Whenever he went to go burst in at her fucking homeless shelter that she's volunteering at, talking about... Oh, he's such a dick. Just, like, ranting about how she left him, and then, like... He asks for her help, and she's like, all right, well, just give me a minute so I can make this phone call. He's like, oh, you're not going to drop everything you're doing right now to help me write this fucking second? Well, screw you. Don't you know I I'm hate a you. billionaire, and I get everything I want the moment I want it? <laughs> what was the thing he was muttering when he came in there? He's like, oh, I'm going to go buy a wife. Yeah. She'll, she'll cater to my needs, unlike you. When I want to get married, I'll buy someone. And he, he's like, she's like really forgiving. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't know what they did back then, but like... He's an ass to her constantly in the presence, and she's like completely to forgive him like a couple times for the movie. She just remembers how good the sex was. Apparently, they do have a, that's all we know about their past. Well, they do have a past. We get to see that with Dave Johansson. He comes in. Uh, he's the taxi driver. Gets in the taxi, and it's kind of like a Back to the Future type thing. It is. He slams on the fare, and instead of the numbers going up, it counts down from eighty-eight back to. 55, this first trip. He's like, take me home. Uh, this cab driver's driving like crazy taxis, going, eventually he drives like right through a truck. Mm-hmm. They wind up in the suburbs of Chicago, and his is the only house that was unlit. No Christmas lights. His dad ain't got the time for that. No, he's too, bu- he's too busy butchering. He's butchering veal on Christmas Eve. Comes home, and uh, we get to see young Frank sitting like foot from the TV. This reminds me of that scene they go back to his, like, child at home, and the TV is sitting there, and then Homer's shadow is burnt into the wall behind him. Is that the one where he tries to find out his middle name? No, no, a different one. It's 
he's uh, he's uh, I think he's running away because he challenged someone to a duel. He got inspired by Zoro to do like a glove slap and be like, "Sir, I challenge you to a duel." But it's the old Radiation King is the TV. Points he was sitting so close, he like burned his shadow into the wall, and that's yeah. what how this kid's watching it. And his mom's sitting behind him on the couch, smoking a cigarette and having like a martini. While pregnant. she's pregnant, yeah. yeah. It's Christmas Eve. The dad comes in, and he's oh, he's just like so gruff. And I was been working all day. Here's your Here's fucking your, present. Yeah, it's just a bunch of raw veal, <laughs> five to seven pounds of raw veal. That's like a whole baby cow. I asked for a choo choo. <laughs> well, you'll be choo-chooing that for months. It's so much meat. Oh, I wish he had said that. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. <clears throat> uh, the mom goes... Where's the mom go? I That's what I asked. I was like, is it implied that she just, like, gets She left and, Christmas Eve? Like, she's like, I'm gonna go out for some cigarettes and then doesn't come back. Is that why he hates Christmas? Like, his brother asked him earlier. He's like, Frank, why do you hate Christmas? He's like, I don't like hate Christmas. People, all they do is sit at home and drink and eat with their families and watch TV. It pays my bills. I love Christmas. Yeah, but I'm the biggest Christmas fan there is. He hates like Christmas. He, I mean, he hates everybody. He's just a curmudgeon. Yeah, he just sees everybody as a bunch of rubes. Yeah. Um, Shovel the, the slop that they like in their face so they... He wins some sort of humanitarian award the night before yeah. all this happens. It's kind of weird, though, because... How many, like, actual TV executives do you think were obsessed, as obsessed with TV as he actually was? Because we reveal through his, like, timeline that, like, all of his, like, oh, I've had a great life. It's like, no, you're just remembering old TV episodes and putting yourself in them like Franklin Reynolds does he, Always Sunny. He was raised by TV. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it gave him the edge, I bet, when he was an up-and-coming I bet you people actor. who run TV... Don't watch TV. Oh, no. They just inherit TV. Yeah. It, TV empires. So, uh, the first ghost, it, it gets him all sentimental and takes him around to see his old home and when him and Claire first started out in, like, the good times. And then... Yeah, this is whenever he was a good guy. Listen, these are some good times. He has this loft with, like, exposed brick in Chicago. Right. And this, like, giant-ass pink bathroom. She's smoking a joint in the bathtub. His life, would, his life would have been so much better if he just stick to doing the Frisbee show. Or slowly work your way up. The fris Fuck the Frisbee show. He seemed that was the happiest times of his life, man. Uh, but I don't think it's gonna last. That <laughs> show? Come on. You gotta move on. <laughs> He's obviously creative because he, I think he helped create the Frisbee show. I think it was his. Yeah. It was his show. So that's that's probably the path that was one of the things he, on. That was one of the things he said. He was like, oh, I worked so hard to give them this chance to give me the show. And also, that's another thing. How many people <laughs> who work on TV or whatever and pitch like this big TV show star in it as like the fucking... Like, you know, it's like it's like if the Teletubbies well, no, wrote the Teletubbies. That's actually really common. Uh, you can watch... I watch a lot of YouTube documentaries of, on, like, these kind of shows. Yeah. Not just children's shows, but, like... Did Steve from Blue's Clues write Blue's Clues? Self-made artist and stuff. But no, um... Bob Ross, for one. Mm -hmm. Uh, um... Won't You Be My Neighbor, that dude? Steve Rogers? No, that's Captain America. Yeah, well, him too. <laughs> yeah, he just made a show. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, yeah Mr. Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the the couple from Galaga Island actually were historians on the Gullah culture and promoted it through their show. Like, so it, it does happen. He could have wrote and totally starred in it, but you'd think if he was starring or in it, maybe he would have been the mailman. Every time I see any kind of stuff like this in a TV show with, like, a kid show, mm-hmm. now I always think of that Portlandia sketch. Yeah. Where that guy has, like, the ultra, like, psychedelic one. I'm just like, oh, man, that's great. That was a great sketch. If you haven't watched it, you should watch Portlandia. Yeah. Uh, so, Josh, favorite ghost? Uh, either past or present, I think. Yeah, Future didn't do much. Future he didn't looked do cool. He did. He Marley really didn't cool. do much. I gotta go with the horny fairy. Present was funny at first, but then it got really old because she just kept hitting. Mm, that, that was fun the first time. She just kept it escalated, it. which was kind of cool. Kind of like a fairy swan dive kick one time. She yeah. hit him with a toaster, which I've always loved since I was a little kid. Uh, what's this? It's a toaster. Wham! She's doing that ridiculous voice. Yeah, this is Carol Kane from. Uh, the pacifiers. Uh, She's been in lots of stuff. Kimmy I know Schmidt. her from The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh yeah. I'm surprised how much she still looks the same with how old this is. Oh yeah. She aged pretty well. Um, he. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to go with. I don't know. I like the past one a lot too. She played the granny in Adam's Family. Uh, both of them are just Family Values. Which one had the gr- uh, Adam's Family Values? Okay. Cool. I always forget which one's which. Like, Fester, which one does he get married in? Is that the first one? She plays Menopause in Big Mouth. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. She, uh, not surprising, with her voice, she's done a lot of voice acting. Makes sense, yeah. She has a very unique voice, but I thought that that stuff was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I always like the violence, especially mixed with, like, the glitter she blows on to make yeah. the X on the cheek. Super and, cute. Um... She shows him what is essentially Cratchit's house in this world, his secretary. Yeah. And and her, like, eight kids. Yeah. We learn... Well, there's four kids, I think. Four... Five. At least five. Four. Okay. Well, a lot in this tiny apartment, either way. There's a twin girl, now, the older boy, another older girl, and then... Tiny oh, and the grandma lives with them. Yeah. And we find out her husband died a couple of years ago. And Frank finds this out at the exact same time. He's like, I have no idea. Do you remember her wearing black for like a year? So I thought it was just a fashion choice. We see him in the beginning of this movie. He has like a black suit, <laughs> a black shirt underneath, and a black tie on top of that. Like he's wearing black all the time. Like yeah. somebody died anyway. Let's talk about this trailer he made. He died. He's dead, Austin. That's the whole point. He's been dead? He's been dead. Whoa. He might as well be dead because he doesn't care about people. He's got a black heart. Let's talk about this trailer. I don't care about people either, man. Out. People suck. Fine, then start wearing all black. <laughs> you become a network executive of, what a, if I could? of a podcast network. <laughs> That's the new TV anyway. Is it? Sponsor us if you want to support Justin's reign of terror. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make all sorts of, like, uh, super long shows on holiday evening. Eve of holiday evenings. Live. Live. Like dinner recreation on Thanksgiving. As long as I get to eat 
during the show. You can find some deep prop dinners. <laughs> the, the Ghost of Christmas Future, we see him twice. We see two iterations, because one pops out and scares him when he's on set, and it's got, like, a big skull mask and, like, the traditional black cloak. Yeah. But the other one, the real one, quote-unquote, that's, like, there for him has uh, a television face, which I always thought was pretty cool. I thought it was funny. Was I kind of, I kind of hoped... Whenever I watched this, because I, I didn't remember all of it. That could be a J a J horror villain, like monster. Yeah, yeah the tall thing with the TV face. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, but whenever a Bob Bobcat Goldthwait's character shows up, oh, we haven't gun, even talked about Bobcat Goldthwait yet. He shows up with the gun to get revenge for being fired on the day before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought it would have been funny if like. Oh, he doesn't actually meet the ghost of death. He just, like, thinks he's gonna die because this guy comes into the... Right. But no. They get a little more abstract than that. a little more abstract than that. <laughs> um, yeah, what would this, this J-horror be about? It shows you your death and follows you around or something? Something it's, like that. It's gonna show you maybe, like, the next person that's gonna die and how they die. Yeah. That's totally the one this call thing that we watched, though. Yeah. Voicemail. So I watched the English one. Oh yeah, oh. we still haven't watched the English one. Or any of like the three sequels. Right. Two miss calls and three miss calls. Something like that. Yeah. One miss two miss calls, one voicemail. I remember when we looked two. into that one rabbit hole and there was like three more movies. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one has a couple sequels too, where he has what? to get rescreened. No. <laughs> where he has You're to get Scrooge with two D's. Where he has to get rescrooged. He falls back into his old ways. Scrooge to the Scroogening. More Scrooge. <laughs> a Christmas caroler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Bobcat Goldwaite, he gets fired because in the beginning of the movie, this is the trailer I want to talk about, Bill Murray makes. They've been having a trailer on TV for like a couple of days now, promoting Scrooge, or Scrooge, a Christmas carol, whatever the fuck they're calling it in this movie. And it's... Just like a pan in on this old guy from a fire being like, and now I'll read you what timeless. And then it shows Mary Lou Retton doing her backflips <coughs> as Tiny Tim. Mm -hmm. uh, Jamie Farr is in it. We see Jamie Farr later in this movie. It's zombie. At the end, he plays Cratchit. He does look like a zombie. I don't remember any scenes from Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol where Cratchit's dead. No, I don't either. Maybe it's the scene... From the really depressing Mickey Mouse one, the Disney one, where they're at Tiny Tim's grave and old Mickey is laying the crutch down on the grave. You remember mm. that? Holy shit, that one gets dark. <laughs> you guys ever watch any of these, like, TV plays of, like, old stuff like this that they put on? Every once in a while, I'll see something got added to, like, Prime or Netflix or one of those services, whatever, and, yeah, I'll kind of go check it out. Like, we recently watched the Star Wars Variety Hour special. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. I didn't realize that was I'm one upset. that was on your list. I really... You're supposed to watch garbage that nobody wants to watch when I'm young. I thought it was. Not, like, the most <laughs> classic shit movie ever. <laughs> uh... You, you yeah, blank on something there? <laughs> but uh, no, I looked up the. I watched the Paul Lynn Halloween special last October, and it was terrible. I 
could not sit through it for more than 10 minutes. And I kept going back, like, every night I'd be making dinner and be like, ah, oh, I put on this because it's full of music, and be like, oh, God, this is so fucking bad, and I have to change it. The only one of those types of shows I can remember is one, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but in Geppetto, and it was like a live-action Whoa, that sounds bad. It was. Wow. For some reason, it's like etched in my memory, though. Okay. No, I've never even heard of that. That's funny, though. Um, Why would you? I mean, it's just like what they were doing on this show. Well, recently, because it's December, I looked up Amazon Prime Rift Tracks, what kind of weird holiday movies they had. And they had one that was off the wall. uh, Rift Tracks, if you don't know, are the same people that did, like, Mystery Science 3000. They'll watch films and, like, uh, riff over them, riff tracks. So they were doing a holiday special that started with a, a short and then went into this fucking clown, like, Wizzo the Clown's Christmas what? special. And all, it was one of those things you're talking about where it's, like, filmed on a sound stage with a live studio audience. Thank God there were a lot of people here because it was a one really tall, creepy-ass clown with a ton of kids. And he was taking them through holiday activities, Christmas activities, like some kids were coming out and pretending to be ballerinas or tightrope walkers. And then they sat on a large carpet he unrolled and they like green screened it to look like they were flying through the air. This, it was stupid. It was bad. It was all on one single soundstage. And it was just like, this was entertainment. This passed for entertainment. One scene, he pulled out a monitor and they watched... Uh, 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 a compilation footage of holiday store dis- you know how they used to like set up toys and stuff and they were all animatronic and stuff right it was just a video of that for like 15 minutes wow yeah it was still better than Christmas with the cranks <laughs> <laughs> so he changes his ways when the ghost comes because he winds up in a box getting incinerated this is a boat joke we both made separately that's a pretty common joke with this is like oh it takes a the only thing that can make a rich person become nice and charitable is if they get supernaturally threatened four times yeah (laughs) i like this first ghost the jacob marley one he didn't come in with like rattling chains or anything he just had fucked up teeth and a gross cab and And golf theme yeah golf theme because there's like a mouse living oh the very first ghost yep he was all fucked up yeah and the I like to remember put him through the window. So we dropped him. David Cross is like sitting home, or not even home office. This is his home. What are we saying? No, we never yeah, see his, his apartment. Home. He went to his apartment. No, this was his office. Are you sure? Did you see that fucking? Yeah, movie? we never go to his house. No, there, we never see his house. I thought that, that where his boss showed up was his apartment. No, it was the same like drink cupboard as his own issue. But uh, like the door gets blown open. And his old boss, who's been dead for, like, however long, comes Like, in. seven years. His, his, not, his, not office, very long. his office is up there in, like... Movie offices. Ridiculous movie offices. Oh, like, it's sexy. One of the only ones that, like, blows it out of the water that we've seen is, like, Al Pacino's from, uh... Uh... Devil's, Devil's Advocate. I like this that, one way more. That office? No, but that, that office... That one was... I know, I know. Obviously, <laughs> that one was too opulent. This one is just, like, has... A huge ass view, and there's like no furniture in the room. There's just a bar and some chairs. Uh, yeah, but you're right. That one has that like living mold of right. people behind it. Oh, yeah, so that was gross. insane. <laughs> Who the fuck? 
has an office like that. But immediately, at Bill Murray goes people. to his... Oh. So many people <coughs> in real life have these offices. It's, it's absurd. Uh, he goes to his desk as soon as the door's blown open, pulls out a revolver, and I love this. He's just going like, bang, pow, ping, pow. He's literally he's yelling this as he pulls the trigger and shoots this ghost in the back. Destroys his, his whole liquor cabinet. Yeah. What's he do? What? The ghost. Oh, the ghost grabs him and, like, threatens him. He's like, you're running out of time. And puts him through, like, he, like, phases him through the window. Yeah. Kind of like, uh... Shadow Cat from X Men. Okay, that phase ability <laughs> in X Men Holiday Special. Whatever happened to that horror movie we were gonna get from X Men? It's still coming. Really? Because mm-hmm. we saw that trailer years ago. Twenty twenty. Why are they putting it off so long? We're not gonna recognize any of the actors that are in it. Don't know. Huh? I remember seeing that trailer a while yeah. ago. Yeah. Why? And being like, "Hey, I'll watch that." No, it's still coming. It's oh. got that. It's got the main girl from Game of Thrones. There are so many Thrones. The, 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 the main one, one. The one that everybody the main wants. One. The one that everybody does. The stabs and has the list and changes faces. Arya. Okay, so when you said the main one, I immediately went to the Mother of Dragons. That's how many female characters are in that show. There's no main one. That's also who I thought of, despite never. See? <laughs> what is everybody, everybody. He knows the name. Everybody can back off. <laughs> no, this is game of podcasts now. Dun, 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 dun. We don't want to get flagged. No. Wait, no, they ruined that show. They can't do anything. <laughs> They're dead. My God, they that last season was. <laughs> Got out of the books. Yeah. They did the season before, too, and it wasn't that bad. Oh, but they just took all these wonderful fantasy plot points that had been set up. And just tanked them. Never Don't worry, the book will finish on, well, like, the real ending. Of course. Well, no. Don't worry, the book will finish. Yeah. I'll tell that to George R. Tell R. that to him. Yeah, because he's <laughs> ever going to finish any of those I mean, books he's right over him. there. We'll just go talk to him. Yeah. You know what's really funny is uh, Miyazaki... From Dark Souls. Oh, he keeps saying he's going to stop doing movies, and then he keeps doing... No, he's talking from Dark Souls. Oh! From Dark Souls fame. Approached George R. R. Martin with a concept for a video game. George R. R. Martin dropped everything and wrote it in a month. And was like... Oh, I heard about that. Standing hands him a stack of papers and is like, here's your awesome thing. Yeah, that game looks awesome. What's it called? Don't remember. Like, Ring or of the Solar Order or something? It's like... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks amazing. We've Just seen... Google George R. R. Martin Dark Souls and you'll find it. We've seen one, <laughs> one fucking teaser trailer. Thanks we'll for giving that. the people all the info they need, Justin. <laughs> Tell people to Google their own shit. Why did they even come to us? <laughs> well, I don't remember the name. What am I supposed to do? You could Google I it. I know. I'm it. <laughs> Ring, so, of, Ring of Elysium. I'm guessing. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Oh, okay. Oh, I think Ring of Elysium or whatever is the new uh, Skyrim. Uh, no, Elder yeah. Scrolls Online mod or Yeah, whatever. Elsewhere or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he changes his ways. He does. And becomes good. Oh my magically. god. The third time in this movie, he busts out on the set looking like <laughs> just a he maniac. Keeps... Hiding behind people and like hitting him with canes and knocking parts over. And you're just like, 
he is he's off the deep end. He's, Interrupting he's, dialogue. He's gonna lose it like his entire career. Well, he's, he hijacks the show, right? Well, it's his show, right. but the pre- the owner of the network, not he's the president. David. Oh yeah. What was the thing that the president wanted him to do at the beginning that was super ridiculous? Put animals in. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't want. He's like, not just animals, but things for animals. For cats and dogs. He was. Yeah. He was. He was very vehement about the cat part. Yeah. And we see why because his wife has a bunch of. They have like so many cats. He and his wife have twelve cats in that room. In that room. That's just in that room. Exactly. That's the T. Those are the TV cats. Yeah. Bring (laughs) Jeeves. Bring us the bed cats. He's just like, uh, he's just like, we find that cats are watching TV. So I'm not saying we should develop a whole show for cats, but you know, maybe if we just put some like pet product placement in there, you know, like and what if, what if one of the cops dangled a bunch of string is one of his gimmick. Like Kojak and the Lollipop. But you know what? I'll be darned if he didn't predict that. <laughs> we now have television for animals. We do. We have a friend who had a TV solely for her cat. Really? Pretty much. Pretty much. She would put whatever birds, bolt bird stuff. The cat loved it. You can't just watch it. a bird attack. Watch the cat attack the birds on the TV. That's pretty good entertainment, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, it also happened whenever I showed her Game Grumps. Yes. Yeah. They were playing an episode of this game called Hee Ho, and it's like a puzzle game. Where you're two little blobs with arms and you oh, have to swing around. Cats also really like that because mm-hmm. it's bright colors swinging a lot. Okay. I think it, they say they're like the refresh rate is high enough on televisions now that animals don't just kind of see it as like shit. Like, because they, whatever, eyes are different. Right? Yeah. It's so cool. We're getting animals addicted to screen time as well. Nice. As <laughs> Now I'll have, like, that shadow burnout of the kid with his dog next to him. Ooh. Behind the TV. I mean, that's always been the thing. There was the guy in the chair getting blown back by the TV. and But even before that, RCA's logo was the two puppies listening, the record player. Mm-hmm. So pets have always been on par with us mm-hmm. in media devices. Mm-hmm. It just took us lo- longer to for them. Well, they're good with sounds. Oh, they're real good with sounds. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. They probably have better eyes than us, too. Some of them. Yeah. Or maybe all of them. If they can't talk. <laughs> what if they're just... Because they don't want them to know how good their eyesight is. All right. We're not watching Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> Josh, have you seen that? No. Oh, it's good. I don't know why they didn't make sequels. Oh, yeah, they should have. They really should have. A, a, a lot of stars... A really good premise. It didn't from the do books. well in the, in the you know, We might have high. to do that one, so just so we can get into like the lore, the like why it didn't do well. There has to be a reason, right? Something know. else came out the same weekend or something. Yeah, something like that. I like the stage play too. Like I've never seen that. The audio, not the stage play, the audiobook play. Okay, oh, the old BBC radio play. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is real good. There's also a BBC television show of it from like the seventies. I've never watched that, but I hear it's also really good. Yeah. Have you read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. First one's pretty short, but there's like seven of them mm-hmm. if you want to really get into it, and they're fun. I I assume you'd really like it. Yeah, I think I'd probably. <laughs> they're they're a unique take on sci-fi for sure. Mm, it's very British. It's not unique if you've watched Doctor Who. I Because it's, it's the same sort of quirky, but very scientific. It's like 
Like British Rick and Morty, almost. <laughs> Just goofy sci-fi. Um, and I bet, I bet they like, oh, they don't get it. <laughs> you have to have a high IQ to like Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, you know that had to be a thing back in the 60s. <laughs> Exterminate the nerds. Yeah. So, yeah, he changes his ways. He bursts out onto the set for a third time, and people are like, all right, move in with the trank darts. Yeah, this guy who's hoarding in on his job comes in. This guy just gets we progressively him more and more happy oh, that he's yeah. fucking shit up. He's just like, oh, yeah, his job's mine. He is playing the California douchebag uh, to, like, Bill Murray's Chicago douchebag. Mm-hmm. He comes in and he's like, hey, remember me? We met that one time somewhere. And gives him a kiss on the cheek and he's like... Yeah, Epstein Island. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> he's like, tell me, man, I, uh, I'm here to see him. I went to school with his son. And so I've got the in. You know, it's a... Yeah. Of course that's how it works, man. So they go out to lunch at this... Did you see who they got to play place. Bill Murray's brothers? Of course it was his fucking brothers. <laughs> fucking nepotism. <laughs> uh, one of them played his brother, but the rest of his brothers played his brother's friends. <laughs> how did that feel? He could. I can't have three brothers. <laughs> There's no way this character's mom's <coughs> with the dad long enough to get pregnant four times. Right. Which, don't, yeah. And at least one of them had to have come out, like, stillborn with all the, no. the like, cigarettes well, and alcohol she is drinking. Well, that was just the 50s. <laughs> now, don't worry about it. That was everybody. <laughs> I wasn't. I know. <laughs> Oh, you're saying there were other ghosts there at that celebration that were lost to Murray Brothers in that timeline? <laughs> hey, who are hey, Carol Kane? Who are all these other people? <laughs> oh, this will make you real sad. <laughs> she wasn't a sad one. She was like, she was a sad one. She showed him a dead body. No, he's like, here's this frozen no, guy. She didn't show him. She. she <laughs> ditched him and she wasn't there she's like this is all on you <laughs> and was it on him did he do something to this man um, that made him leave so when he goes to meet Claire at the homeless shelter there they meet him outside and they mistake him for a Shakespearean actor right which is a gag because he used to play this part on SNL so they're like, it's like meta. They're recognizing him from SNL. Right. Uh, he does a little bit of Hamlet for him. <coughs> and when he goes outside, the guy's like, hey, can you spare 10 bucks? I need to like, he-. so he says that. And he's like, go inside. She'll take care of you. But this guy decides, ends up freezing in the sewers. Like, oh, it's like a Skyrim level. There's just icicles. Yeah, it's like Jack like, Torrance. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That, oh, oh with the watch. You're gonna get caught in the sewers of New York like a maze. The Shining, and then like two girls are down there. <laughs> Whoa. No, so he that's just where he's living. He's got his little Christmas tree down there. Right. He he like sublets next to the Ninja Turtles. Mm. Yeah. Whoa! I never <laughs> thought about that. What do the Ninja Turtles do in the winter? Because they're reptiles. They gotta find. They have to. Did you see that sweet bus station thing that they live in? They got heat in that place. They fight fires. All sorts of trash fires. No, you're not. No, you're dying of asphyxiation if you're lighting fires. 
You know what? There's all those documentaries on the people who live underground in New York. So maybe I'll just... They, you know, they have to scope out some place with a furnace, like a hot a place all year round. <laughs> I guarantee you, since Josh hasn't seen them, we'll watch those Ninja Turtle movies. I bet you they got... Well, yeah, but I'm saying it's like from like industrial steam vents yeah, or like yeah. the subway or something. Yeah. They're, they got... And if they don't, Leonardo will fix it, because that's what he does, right? No, Donatello. Donatello. Man, he's Fuck. good with machines. Fuck! <laughs> Disgraced! Shame! <laughs> Do you know the Ninja Turtles' names, Josh? Uh, probably. Yeah. Which okay. one's the party dude? I couldn't tell you which is which. Okay, but let's, <laughs> let's name them. Name. Uh, Donatello. Okay. Michelangelo. Yes. Uh. That's the two we named. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I never watched the Ninja Turtles as a kid. Okay. I could probably... The other two, I just have to think about it. For a <laughs> okay, if you come back in with your Ninja Turtle names. Okay. Don't worry, we'll watch those soon. The originals, though. Yeah, they just the live-action ones. keeps making them. Raphael. Oh, yeah, yes. there you go. Yeah, one more. Keep going, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll give you their, uh, their, their types. There's, like, the leader. That's not gonna help. There's the scientist, <laughs> the party dude... And the... The guy with the attitude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor Mary Lou Retton. Like, it's really hard for Olympic athletes to get jobs after they perform in the Olympics. You know who we haven't... And she, her... <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yeah. Um, she got this gig. They've been building it up for weeks. She's doing these, like, triple fucking backhand springs. And Landon, she's playing Tiny Tim. She drops the crutches. And then, you know, she goes arms wide, nails the landing, and is like, God bless us, everyone. (coughs) This is her career. And he fucks this up with his last ghost intervention. He pops out of the wall, and he's like, I'm the president, and now I'm taking over. I've had two or and a half large glasses of vodka with a little bit of cola in them. And then I talked to the Grim Reaper. (laughs) So I am totally in control of this station now, and I'm going to lead us to glory. Well, he also well, because the, the guy with the shotgun the takes the yeah, that guy takes over yeah, the you, control room. Oh, Bobcat. Ugh. Have we done anything with Bobcat Goldthwait before? No, first one. You know that voice he does? Yeah, he does that a lot. He did yeah. that a lot. Yeah. And to be fair, now he makes good movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it just was, like his old stuff. I didn't either, but it was it was definitely a persona. <laughs> character. Uh, if we ever watch Better Off Dead, <laughs> Bobcat Goldwith and Curtis Armstrong are in the sequel. And that blew my mind, because I always get those two confused. Um, but yeah, did you know? Better Off Dead? Yeah. What is it called? John Cusack. Um, oh! Like One Crazy Summer. Yes, like One that. Crazy Summer. Yeah. yeah, I did know that. It's not as good as Better Off Dead, but it's still, it might be worth watching. I don't know. So they do um, a whole thing at the end where he takes over the radio station and he's like, what the fuck are you doing watching Christmas TV? You should be partying with your family and drinking Budweiser like my boss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Claire comes because he finally says I'm sorry a third time on inter- we, international TV. That's the one thing I didn't like about this movie, is that like his girlfriend, or Claire, 
She kind of did nothing. Like, she's just kind of there. She does run this charity, which is I know, but, like, that's... That's, like, all... Like, that's it. That is her only character arc, yeah. We... They could have fleshed her out much more in both the past and the present. Why is she still so infatuated with this dickhead? So many characters. Well, it shows their backstory. They have a history, but also It shows that they had sex. Like, in... Open to he used to be like a goofy, fun guy. Yeah, like, exactly. He's not like that anymore. Well, now Very he's like clearly. A, he's a trillionaire now. He's uh, the okay. youngest president yeah. of that's why, she, that's why she's like... International <laughs> Broadcasting Network. This is not NBN. This is, or I, this is IBC, <laughs> International right. Broadcasting yeah. Channel. This is worldwide prestige, baby. Yeah. No, he's super rich. That You're right. That's why she's like... This is the biggest production that has ever gone into effect they say they're going to simulcast this using satellites all over the globe with huge technological advancement we don't get talked about too much in that future where he sees her being oh the like, future like where he sees her being like oh fuck these poor riffraff people some, some guy good thing my ex told me yeah, fuck them uh, scrape them off yeah and it's just like in that reality did they, like, get back together, or is she just rich on her own? She's rich on her own. He's not part of the picture. Not part of the picture. Oh, no. That's she's... what I was thinking, like, in his, even in, yeah. his own head, like, in his head. Oh, my he God. Been, like... Okay, so they're sitting there, and everything's all white, and she's got that makeup on. He walks out, and he's painted white with the black lips, too, and it's just like a future look for rich people. <laughs> and he's like... Did you scrape them off, honey? And he looks and he's like, Oh, no! <laughs> That's what does it? <laughs> That's what does it. Did do a joke with it? <laughs> he's wearing a white tuxedo to breakfast. These urchins that are dressed like the ones from the production they're putting on right. never would have got anywhere near Claire. Right. No matter where she was eating, if she was that rich. And then we see uh, her, his uh, secretary visiting her crazy son in the... Yeah, what was that? In. Oh, If yeah. this keeps going, your secretary's son will get fucking impounded. Institute. In- impounded. Impounded. Institutionalized. Impounded. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> He's going to get thrown in the loony He's going to get thrown. If you don't care about a shoot, we're going to demolish him. Because he fuck... <laughs> He's going to get thrown so high, he'll be over the cuckoo's nest, Josh. <laughs> oh. They're going to lobotomize him just for not talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's an escalation that's like, I don't get this one, Death. Can you, like, <laughs> yeah. can you elaborate? Can you do something? We're in the future, but could we go a little closer to us? Like we're the back like a year. In the future, back it up just a little. <laughs> I, I got to know, know how we got here. Did he kill somebody? Right? <laughs> How old was he when he died in the next scene? Because it didn't really the brother show, a like, mustache. it didn't yeah. show that he died younger. Things, it's like, oh no, no I die. Probably like in his 60s he, or so. He, no, he died young because the brother's hair wasn't gray or anything. And he, he had a mustache. So, oh, so like, like 50s? Full and bushy, yeah. Like, so he died kind of young. Very young. Probably from the stress. Of like 10 him. years yeah. from where they were. And okay, that's, that's pretty spooky, I guess. Yeah. So that all convinces him. Um, you get to see the ghosts one more time. They're like hanging out on top of a roof, and uh, the guy who died in the subways with the with wings yeah. now. Yeah, he's getting the wheel with They start standing. singing a song that they. Their wings look like they're made out of fucking, like, saran wrap. Oh just yeah, wrapped around like 
they look like that or they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she does fly with them. Let's, let's oh, sorry. yeah. I'm sure she does. We didn't talk about Death's robe opening. There's like three little dudes hanging out inside Death. And they have Christmas presents later? In the end, yeah, because they're happy. But at first they're like screaming and reaching out of his ribs. And it's like, is that what he's going to turn into if he dies a miserable thought... person? Like, will he become one of those? I thought it was really mean when this they credited that. This was so Bill and Ted. I thought it was really mean when they credited that as Dan Aykroyd. All the little dudes? Yeah. One was Dan Aykroyd, one was uh, Ernie Hudson, and one's Harold Ramis. Like, he <laughs> just threw it in there as like a middle finger. <laughs> uh, so, some trivia on this. Um... This was Bill Murray's first starring role after Ghostbusters. He had considered giving really? up acting after Ghostbusters, but this convinced him to come back. Wow. Um, really? They were not given the holidays off. Even though it's a Christmas movie, the studio production company, ironically, was like, we're filming over Christmas Eve and Christmas, just like in the movie. So the director, to counteract that, fired everyone Christmas Eve. Really? The entire cast. And then rehired them three days later so Aww. they could spend the holidays with their family. Good guy. Uh, Bill Murray improvised everything. He like took his a, entire... Uh, everything. All, it, it all improvised. They edited it together <laughs> to make sense. The director said it was like... What, oh, he had some great quote where it's like... It's like being in Manhattan on 86th Street <laughs> the lights are out and you're trying to direct traffic. With Like trying to direct Bill Murray was just chaos. He was constantly quarreling and being the asshole he was playing. But, uh... <laughs> uh, this was not a holiday classic in my household. Most of the time we watched Christmas Vacation and whatever was on TV. This was one of my personal favorites because it was like... It would come on later when everybody went to bed. It was a darker Christmas movie. Right. It was, um... It had ghosts, it had murder, it had, like, comedy, like, darker comedy to it. Yeah. So, I think that's why it stuck with me throughout the years. Like, I'll probably watch it once, not every year. I know a lot of people watch movies every year. That's too much for me. I'll watch it once every three. Yeah, like a list. Two or three movies. Sure. Like, I just watched Die Hard. I had no high def. (coughs) Gotta say. That holds up. That's a fun one to rewatch. I don't so, care if you think it's a Christmas movie. No. It is definitely a Christmas movie. It's also a Harry Potter movie because he gets chased shot out by Alan Rickman in a tower. In a tower. In a tower. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> Flipendo, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> McLean, I'll show you the dark arts. So this movie was released November twenty third, nineteen eighty eight. Yes. Uh, the budget, $32 million. Okay. Pretty good for all the special effects. Opening weekend, $13 million. Okay. Gross, $60,328,000. So almost twice what they paid. Yeah. That's a success. Uh, Definitely. Danny Elfman did the soundtrack. You can tell... Right I called that off beginning. right from the beginning. Oh. I was just like, dun, 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 hey, that's Danny Elfman. <laughs> Especially since we just did Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Like, and everybody's been watching The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Would you recommend it, Josh? No. Oh. I don't think so. If you haven't seen a version of A Christmas Carol, there are probably better versions of A Christmas Carol. 
Ooh. for you to watch. Okay, like the Patrick Stewart one, maybe. <laughs> There's a Patrick Stewart what one have you seen? <laughs> I guess there's. I don't think you've ever seen. actually seen this. You just know it through. Us no, I know I've seen it. Like the Ninja Turtles, you know of the. Concept. I know I've seen at least the Muppet one. Okay, okay, that's probably it. Then. Are there ghosts in that one? Yeah. Are they played by Muppets or are they like scary ghosts? No, they're played by Muppets. Oh fuck that! All right. <laughs> uh, I would recommend it. Yeah, me too. It's um. Uh, it really breaks the monotony, I think, of a lot of holiday movies, because it is a bit more adult. Like, I know National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is more focused on, like, Clark and how he's getting through the holidays. It's not even that adult of a movie, though. This one? N- yeah. Like, Compared to other Christmas movies, yes, it is. Well, like, a I Christmas guess. story. So I'm saying I liked it because it was the one on TV before, like... Like, it wasn't super violent. There was, like, no there cursing. There gunshots and death. Oh, yes, at the, okay, that never gunshots. happens in Christmas. When's the last time someone's gotten shot in another There's Christmas There's a lot movie? of guns. There were guns. There's a lot of guns. A character There's straight up died. There's nipples, too. Yeah. This has a... nipples in it. Yeah. The Rockettes are in it. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, this... <laughs> it's way different. Like I don't know how familiar. Did you watch a lot of Christmas movies? No. Up okay. If you, I watched like the 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 you know claymation stuff. I, nothing. So that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. So after sure. after like weeks of being of nothing but watching like oh Frosty the Snowman, it's mm-hmm. a wonderful peanuts life. and yeah uh-huh. peanuts, all that stuff. You watch right. this and it's a oh, nice breath of fresh air. Exactly. Yes. Because it's not like those and. We're different in the way that you don't like. Is this like one of the only story? like adult Christmas movies? No, like no, no. Then? There are other ones. Die Hard. Like you said, Die Hard. Christmas sure. Vacations. That was one that I watched more as. Like, uh, that was one that my family related to. With yeah. this one was too weird for my family, and like, that's they didn't I like think it. why okay. I like it. Uh, I have a great experience with this one. Growing up, um, I was it was a church youth group a lot as uh-huh. a kid. And they were like, oh, who has a good Christmas movie we can watch with next week? Have I told this story in the podcast? No. Oh, good. Oh, you showed this? I brought this movie on VHS to my... Oh, I hated Church Youth Group. I was in high school and I was just forced to go. And it was other high schoolers, so I wasn't, like, exposing young kids to this or anything. Right. But I showed this at my pastor's house. Like, the pastor didn't, like, take the tape of the... (laughs) first so the editors <laughs> like no, okay no you think they're gonna scream at you oh they looked at it they were just like, like there's oh, a rating right. on the box oh <laughs> yeah but it's not gonna give anything do away do you know how naive pastors are though come on for a while but <laughs> so we put it in how far did it get before they stopped it they didn't stop it <coughs> but wow. they did interject at several points and they were just appalled at the language the sex the violence they were just like now, but they kept know, it going? This isn't the type of language that you want to use on the streets. And I always remember that quote because I was just like thinking to myself, that's exactly where you use this type of language. You don't use it in church, you use it on the streets. No, these this pastor family had enough problems of their own that I knew I could get away with this. Okay. Did you think that he secretly liked it and he just felt like he needed to interject and that's why it didn't get stopped? I think they had enough problems at that point that they didn't. They were also like the type of by not only like film but also people's actions or taking action. 
So yeah, I I totally got away with it. It was great. I used to go to church group a lot, youth group a lot too as a kid. Didn't have, didn't watch anything like this. And I Sometimes wasn't forced. you have to rebel. Oh. I wasn't forced. Oh, you're admitting that? <laughs> I went to church group. I'll even get sadder than that. Oh. The reason I went to church group was because that was whenever the kids at school would talk to me. Mm. Okay, so it was like a way into a social group. Yeah. You, you listen, it's a jungle out there, and you got to do what you got to do to survive. I always feel bad, though, because that, me getting into the church, yeah. is what led my thing. We never went to church. You were the catalyst. It's your fault. Wow. I know. Did you go home and you were like, Dad, have you heard about this awesome guy named Jesus? No, they knew. Like, they <laughs> all, like my entire life, we like, identified as Christian, but growing up... Did you go on, like, Easter and Christmas? Yeah. Like, for big okay. ones, we'd go sometimes, not even all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes... But we never went to church, like, all the time. Yeah. And then I got into church because of what I said. That was the only reason. Uh, and then my family got real into it, and they never stopped. Oh. <laughs> they went hardcore. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, I watched this as sort of a way. I was like, yeah, this is what I like, and uh, I'm going to take it or leave it. There's not a whole lot of, like different kind of Christmas movies to no. answer your question. Okay. There's not a whole... I mean, there are out there. Now... But there's not a whole What we're lot talking about is when we were growing up, what was on TV. Yes, it's different now. Now you have Last Christmas, Harold and Kumar's Christmas, um... Office Christmas Party, you have all that shit. Raunchy, Chris, raunchy Christmas movies is now, like, its own genre. Okay. But we're talking about... 80s. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. Sure. It was like, oh, do I want to watch Little Drummer Boy or this? Do I want to watch A Christmas Story on loop for 24 hours? <laughs> or do I want to switch to HBO and watch Scrooged? Yeah. Um, no, just turn the TV off. That's what he says at the end of this. <laughs> Listen to a nice podcast. Yeah. While you're also doing something else. Yeah. Or nothing. Just pet a cat. That is doing something else. Oh, no, it's not. There's there's things and there's not things, and petting a cat is not a thing. It just happens. It's like breathing. You don't have to think <laughs> about doing it. If you do think about doing it, do you forget how to pet a cat for a second? No, you forget how to breathe. <laughs> oh, I have a... <laughs> and then they eat you. It's, it's a trap. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. You can find this and our other podcasts on podcast.com and the iTunes podcast app. Our other podcast is called Amazeballs, where we watch TV anthology series uh, featuring like amazing stories, Twilight Zone, a bunch of those fun ones we need to get to Black Mirror. Yeah. There's a couple of those I haven't seen still. Black Mirror's good. Have you watched a new, new Twilight Zone? Oh, <laughs> Yes. But you know, what I need to revisit is that Black Mirror Christmas special that they put out a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. three stories in one. That's my favorite format for a movie. You can find us on Facebook under FabCheck. You can find us on YouTube under FabCheck. You can email us at FabCheck at gmail.com with any recommendations, questions, uh, anything we got wrong you want to correct us on. You want to send hate mail Justin's way. Yeah. yeah. Get mad at me that I mixed up the Ninja Turtles. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
That's like mixing up the double dragons. Which one's Jimmy and which one's Bimmy? <laughs> Everyone out there have a happy holidays from all of us. Yeah. yeah. Until next year. Bah humbug. <laughs> yeah, bah humbug. Fucking Christmas really cranks. I'm still mad about that. I know you are. I saw they added it to like all these streaming platforms, and I'm like, damn, a lot of people might like that, or must like that. It's a popular movie. It is. It's my mom's favorite movie. Not even favorite holiday movie? Happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> it's the wrong movie.